Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. who heal the podcast dedicated to the girls who are on that healing journey we're here to empower those who are committed to personal growth and becoming the best versions of themselves in today's episode we have a special guest trail trigger trail <laughs> one of the owners of create place we will be talking to him about the business and touching on his healing journey now i know usually this show is about the girls <laughs> but today we are going to get the healing perspective from the men Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we are excited to talk to you today. Hello, I, I feel a little special, y'all. You know, I'm the first guy y'all done had on the show, so I, f- I feel special right now. You know. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into the topics, we're gonna play our icebreaker game. We're gonna play a game of this or that. You ready? Oh man, I don't watch the show already, so I already know. I already know how this go. No go pressure. <laughs> Okay, so the first question, tequila or vodka? Tequila. Okay. Okay. Monogamy or polyamory? Mm, mm, mm. Really? <laughs> Answer the question. Who put that Be question honest. in there? Be honest. Um, oh, you ain't got to think that hard. Come on now. <laughs> uh, can I say both? Okay, okay tell us why. Um, I feel like you, you can have two partners that fulfill two sides of you. Um, but if I found a partner that can do everything, then I'm cool with I'm cool with that too. But I'm open to to both. Okay. Okay. No matter. So long term commitment or casual dating? Um, casual dating. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. I would have thought you was a love. Nah. I really? Not a, not a mm. love. At least I haven't been in love yet. So. Oh. We're going to get into that trauma later. All right. <laughs> introvert or extrovert partner? Um, extrovert partner. Why? Because uh, I'm an introvert. Okay. Um, but I think sometimes extroverts and introverts together, you know, they they feed. Or oh, I know y'all before, you know, ambivert, that, somebody that got like a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you know, like we can chill sometimes. It ain't always got to be just turned up all the time. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you ask this next one. <laughs> Tissue roll, you hang it under or over? Uh, it could go over. Oh, okay. Yeah, you pull it down, right? What kind of? I already been drinking, so I, I might have <laughs> answered that wrong. It ain't no right or wrong. <laughs> it's this or that. <laughs> yeah, over. You pull it down. Yeah. There's be like debates about how you hang your fucking toilet paper. I'll hang it under. I ain't gonna lie. I don't like that. Why you don't like it? Gotta go underneath the. You ain't gotta do that because the motherfucker hanging. No, what you talking it's in about? the back though. You know, what so saying? My, if it's my, on the top. My friend just got married this weekend. I had to watch her daughter, and I had to change her pamper. And she was telling me that she won't let me change her daughter pamper anymore because I wiped the wrong way. Ooh. Oh no! Oh yeah. And I learned that. I now I know. Like you're not supposed to wipe. Front to back. Yeah, it's supposed to be. We yeah. Got too much going on. Right, right. So you I just know. I just learned something new. Like it's it's ways to do things, and I was almost about to give her daughter a yeast infection. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> what the hell? 
It's okay. You learn. I mean, you I, got, I don't got a wipe like that, so I would. It don't matter. I, you I, should I do about vaginas. But anyways, we're going to move on <laughs> to the next question. So intellectual connection or emotional connection? Intellectual, for sure. Can you tell us why? Uh, I'm just not an emotional person. Like, I, I am, but, like, I feel like somebody that I can, like, learn from and, like, we got a connection and we, like, we both think alike and driven and goal-oriented. That kind of, like, really turns me on uh, from a person. Okay. Physical intimacy or deep emotional connection? Mm. You just said you ain't emotional. But I also, <laughs> I'm not, also not a physical intimate person either, so I think the physical... I mean, the emotional part will be over the physical part. So it's not just sex when you hear the intimacy. Yeah, so, I would. The emotional connection would be okay. more than the physical. Yeah. Okay, we'll accept that today. <laughs> so, quality time or acts of service? Uh, acts of service for sure. Really? You like to be catered to? No, it ain't even for me. It's like if I could just if you here with like I'm doing something, you know, I'm stressed out, or you know, I got something going on, and you willing to jump in and just do stuff for me and I didn't have to ask you, that kind of stuff really, like, that's another level of, you know. But we got to spend time together. I know we all busy. We all adults. We got trauma. We all got stuff we're dealing with. Right. But if you just show up for me when I need you to and do something for me, I, I appreciate so that taking more. the initiative. Yeah. Got um, Surprise romantic gestures or consistent small gestures? Um, Surprise romantic gestures. Really? You like surprises? I'm not, I actually don't like surprise. Like, I don't like surprise birthday parties and nothing like that. But, like, I don't think sometimes, you know, life, we get into this routine of life. And so if somebody shake things up a little bit, that kind of be like, all right, you was thinking, you was thinking of something. You was thinking of me, you know? Okay, so <laughs> traditional gender roles or shared responsibilities? Mm. 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 You think you're hard about this? Because I believe in both of them. Like, I feel like relationships is a business. You know, everybody got a role to play, but I also like when a person have their own money. I got my own money and we just doing what we can. We bringing that money together and we, you know, Beyonce, Jay-Z type stuff, you know. Okay. But I also believe that everybody got a role to play in a relationship. So that's kind of hard. Do you believe that women belong in the kitchen? Oh, no. Oh, okay. okay. Even though, even though I can't cook. To catch your ass up today. Even though I can't cook. <laughs> I'm to watch some YouTube videos. <laughs> it's going to end the show real quick on that one, dog. Cut. No, it's not good. <laughs> Supportive and understanding partner or challenging and growth-oriented partner? Mm. Supportive and understanding. Okay. I feel that. So a partner who shares all of your hobbies and interests or a partner who introduces you to new experiences? Uh, I think you should. Sh oh shit! I think you should. We should share the same hobbies. Okay. I mean, I'm. I'm. I think I'm enough for excitement for both of us. So. Oh, okay. They tequila can. <laughs> <laughs> My drink is definitely gone right now. <laughs> okay, All right. perfect. Oh, cool. But before we dive in a little deeper, let's do a mental health check in. We just, you know, because life be life in, and with the periods going. Uh, but this, these periods are very vital for our mental health with everyday responsibilities, you know, working, all that. How you feeling today? I felt like those questions was deep. I thought that was it. Look. Um, I, mean, I, got a, I got a little vacation before this, so, you know, I'm feeling a little better. You know, I had a rough few weeks ago. I had a very uh, rough few weeks, so <laughs> I think I'm getting back to feeling okay. It wasn't long enough, but it was, it was enough to be able to reset just a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you 
are good at like taking those breaks when you need to, or sometimes do you have to be forced to take the breaks? Where you at? Yeah, I, th- I feel like I could balance it out. Um, I'm real big on like when stuff got to get done, it got to get done. But I also know like, all right, it's time to like some days. Some days I just sit in the house and not do anything and just chill out. Um, right. So like during the weekdays, I can take my breaks, but um, I'm I'm pretty good at balancing out what I need to. That's good. Yeah. So you're aware of like your mental health. Yeah, I'm definitely aware of where I'm at and where I need to be. Certain days or they just kind of at random, like you like, up oh, Thursdays, this is my motherfucking mental health day. No, it just be when I'm feeling it, you know, like if, if I feel like, okay, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, you know what? Today wasn't a, it, it, it wasn't doing a good day. I just go into this whole mode of, all right, now you need to chill out at home and not yeah. do anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love it because here at Girls Who Heal, we care about the mental health of our black men. That part. <laughs> it is very important. Okay, so let's get to know Trell a little bit. Um, what led you to creating the Create Place? Um, what was the inspiration behind it? Um, so I went to film school mm-hmm. and I was on this whole idea of I wanted to be a film director. I wanted to just go out here and make all these big movies like Steven Spielberg and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I realized that's really hard to do, just jumping out there and doing it as a you know, getting out of college and just thinking about this, go out here and change the world on on creating films. Um, and then I started create. I created my own uh, media company where we actually did like short films and music videos for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started realizing, like, you know, getting low with the camera and doing all the hard work. I wasn't really trying to do that, so I was trying to figure out like what's another avenue of still being in my creative field, but creating a space where other people can still we can all be creative together. Right. Um, so I always wanted a studio. It wasn't, it is never was thought of being this big, but it was just something real simple, small, you know, had a little bit of everything in it. Um, and yeah, at that time I was like, Hey, I want to do this vision. And then my, my homeboy at that time was just like, I, I'll fund it. And he had 25 K. Oh, so he funded most of it. And I kind of came up with the vision, and everything. And of course, over time, as we like got in profit, the investment, he got paid back his money or whatever, but, like, that's kind of how it all came about. Somebody believed in what I was saying. Awesome. They funded it, most of it. And so we, we made it happen. And that was the first baby we created. Um, and so, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. Okay. That's awesome. So y'all are a little bit in the hood. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> we but hood. what made you, like, want to be in this area opposed to anywhere else? Well, uh, we were looking. We were looking for a long time. And we were just trying to find a place that we both, we saw potential in. Mm-hmm. So it really came down to the space. We saw the space. We was like, all right, we can, you know, we can knock out the walls. We can do this. We can do that. Um, so this space was chosen based off the look of it and not so much of the area. But then once we got over here, we were like, okay, it's not that bad. We haven't had any crazy issues happening. Um, so yeah, we just, we feel like with gentrification and all that stuff going on, we feel like in a few five years from now, this space will be a thriving area and we're already here. It's a black owned business already thriving in this That's area. So we just kind of, you know, going with the ways of when the changes happen, we already be here. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Me too. I love that. Yeah. Um, what is it like being a first generation entrepreneur? Do you feel like you're addressing generational trauma? Well, I don't know. My whole family told me I was doing too much. They felt like I should have just worked a, a nine to five job. They felt like, you know, this is a lot to take on because they felt like my mental health wouldn't be intact. I can say I agree with them in a way because it's like it's a lot. It's a lot we don't know. Like you run into like obstacles that 
it, it hinders you from moving forward. So like it discourages you. So I saw what they were saying, but I, I didn't let that discourage me. Um, but yeah, my family was against, they, they proud of me, you know, but my like, especially my mom, she's kind of like, you're doing too much. I need you to relax. You need to just work a nine to five job, get a retirement check mm-hmm. and you know, you're good. So me trying to fight against that, you know, let mom, let mama know like, Hey, it's more out here than just working right. a nine to five job. She's miserable at her job. She would be at the post office for 25 years yeah. and she hates it. Right. So I saw her, she hating it. And I'm like, let me do something different. Like right. if you hate your job, let's see if we can like make our own wealth off mm-hmm. doing something right. different. So I started getting uh, real estate and I started opening this space and just doing different stuff to diversify my income because I saw she wasn't happy and I'm not trying to be like that. Right. So was it hard like dealing with family not supporting you in the beginning? Yeah, it it was hard. And even even to this day, she still feel the same way, even though she see things working out. So I just I'm real big on like proving people wrong. Mm -hmm. So like with my mom and my dad, even my dad, I moved with him for a little minute and uh, that's a whole nother story with that. But um, he told me I wasn't going to be anything if I went back home because he lived in Denver and I lived with him for a little minute. So like even hearing people tell me, like, if you try to do if you do something, it ain't going to work out. It just pushed me to go harder. And so I just look at all this as, as pushing me to go harder and make it, making sure this do work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Way to not allow them to put any limitations on right. your life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah. And um, so <laughs> you said you've been in a game. Can you tell us more about that? How has that led you to? I don't remember to? such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah. What was the name of your gang before you get started? <laughs> name of the name was Slut Mob. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they must be doing their Google searches or something because they both said at the same time. <laughs> I ain't even. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was not even. I mean, it turned into something more than what it was supposed to be. But at that time. It was really all about just running trains and having sex with girls. Um, and then it turned into people was, a, they didn't like us. So then we had to show that we was hard and then we started fighting people and start getting shot at. It, but it was never supposed to be like some hood stuff. It was just right. really just, hey, we we them guys in school, any girl that come to us, we, we having sex with them, we messing with them. So I ain't saying no names either. So. Okay, please don't. Yeah. Um, what yeah, don't be canceled. What would, yeah. what, would that, what would you say that that period of your life like taught you about yourself? Um, I feel like, that, like before that happened, before I was always in trying to be in this whole mode of just peer pressure and fit in. Mm-hmm. And once I got like a little sense of popularity, I'm like, oh, okay, these are my friends and whatever they want to do, we doing it. Right. And so at that moment, it was more just whatever they doing, I'm doing. Right. You know, I started getting a grill, dreads, doing like stupid shit that I would never do. Um, like I was always the little quiet kid and just like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever. And then I started seeing the change of, no, you in high school now. Yu-Gi-Oh cards not cool. Yeah. You need to be doing what we doing. We messing with chicks. So, and that's where my whole mind went. Um, so yeah, at that time it was more just doing whatever my friends are doing. And I really didn't really wake up until I graduated from high school uh, and went moved away that I realized it's like, it's totally different and it could be totally different. You know? mm-hmm. Is it, would you say that's like when you realized you could be yourself? I didn't realize I could be myself probably until like 10 years later. Um, but at that, when I moved away, it allowed me to like, see it's more than just your friends. Cause your yeah. friends stuck in this mindset and you can be way outside of that mindset by being successful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now I inspire my friends in a way, you know, they see what I'm doing, big things. They are working nine to five jobs, trying to make ends meet. And they see like, damn, Trail left and he doing X, Y, and Z. So now I look at it just me being inspiration to them. Right. Um, but at that moment, I was just more locked into whatever y'all doing. 
I'm doing. And uh, yeah, but 10 years later, is when I got in the military, I realized like you got mentors that teach you like, bro, you can make so much money out here. You can get X, Y and Z. And that's what kind of started changing my mindset that my friends didn't have that mindset. So right. I, now I'm above what my friends thinking and I can teach them something when I come back home. Mm-hmm. So. so would you say like you said like in the beginning, the game was about banging chicks. And then eventually it got a little more hardcore. Would you say like at that point you were able to kind of see things that you weren't interested in and be like, oh, no, this ain't it. Right. Uh, I didn't really. See, so we like right when I graduated high school, one of my friends got killed and that's what woke me up. Mm-hmm. But before that, I was like, OK, we fighting. No yeah. big deal. You know, we getting shot at. Nobody got shot. No big deal. But then once my friend got killed, mm-hmm. it was like, no, this shit real. No like, yeah, like this, this is different than what we thought it was. This ain't no game. Um, right. So, yeah, that's what changed my mindset. And that's what I decided to move away to uh, to Denver because I once my friend got killed. I'm like, St. Louis has nothing to offer me at that point. Um, and I feel like my friends are just going to keep dragging me down the wrong path. So, yeah. That's interesting because I feel like a lot of people move away because they feel like, again, like St. Louis has nothing to offer. Right. It's the same shit. What made you want to come back and start this place? Um, really, because I feel like, like St. Louis is like what we were just talking about. Like, it's it's a bad place, and it's, it has nothing to offer. So I I realized it was that void in St. Louis where we keep saying that, but who's going to change the narrative of mm-hmm. that? And I felt like I can be a trendsetter in changing that narrative. Mm-hmm. So I figured of bringing my space, bringing something that I envisioned back to my city. Also giving back to my city, but also like really like changing the narrative of what, what the city kind of the, the mind process of how we look at support, how we look at everything. Um, so that's why I decided to just come back here. And, you know, I don't plan on living here forever, but I do plan on putting a seed in the city mm-hmm. to realize like, OK, this business is, is supporting people like genuinely supporting people. Right. And then other businesses follow suit, you know. So that was really my vision of I'm not trying to be the only place that's just supporting people like. Can we change the narrative of the city? Right. You know, and that's just, that'd be the vibe. Just you know? being the change you yeah, desire to see. Exactly. And that's what I desire to see. So I I figure like you you know, you're not gonna see change unless you help with it. Right. So I, I decided to help with it, and this is my help. Wait, how um the the army? Navy. Navy, I'm sorry. Yeah. The <laughs> Navy, I'm sorry. The Navy has impacted you like having male mentors that motivated you to do more positive things yeah do you see yourself going down a path of maybe doing like some type of mentor to young men yeah so i have a lot of uh young cousins and 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 i've learned like the age you catch them at is usually right before middle school Mm -hmm. you know while they're young because you know when they get past it it's peer pressure it's they not listening to you no more Mm -hmm. they like we hear you but you don't understand what we going through i'm like i understand exactly what you're going through but they don't see that um, so I, I learned catching them at younger ages is the age, you know, so I'm doing that with my cousins now, like catching them at having them come and help with stuff and, mm-hmm. and hiring them to do like little small jobs, talking to them. Um, but yeah, outside of that, um, we do workshops here. You know, we do youth workshops. We, see, we teach people that you can do different stuff in different parts of our space. Um, yeah, we do all kinds of stuff to help youth out. Like we try to do it in different forms where it's not always just formal like this, right. but um, yeah, I, I realize that it's important to have mentors. So, For sure. That's yeah. awesome. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your healing journey and where you are currently? Um, I don't think I'm healed. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself. I, mm-hmm. I see, I, uh, I do therapy through military. They give you free therapy or whatever. So I do that, um, uh, once every two weeks. 
Um, it's just somebody to talk to, you know, somebody to bounce stuff off of right. my frustrations and everything. And uh, I've, I've, my life, I've always just bottled stuff in. Even when I was a kid, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to be a pleaser. I wanted to make sure everybody else was okay. Yeah. Um. So I love bottled stuff, a lot of stuff in. So I'm trying to get out of that mode. Mm -hmm. But I've, I'm also not a confrontational person. So like, it's like the therapy is trying to help you. Like, how do you balance not being confrontational? But also keeping everything in and then it affecting you when you get home, when you at home, mm -hmm. you know. So that's what I'm working on with therapy right now. Like, because, you know, both of those things don't work um, together. So. I love that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Absolutely. The yeah. fact that you're open to it yeah. is the first step. And right, so right. having that heightened awareness that like, you know what, I can't fucking do this and figure this shit out exactly. on my own. Let yeah. me get some help. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because some people like have those stigmas like. I ain't crazy or something. <laughs> therapy with I'm fucking crazy. Yeah, so like my therapist, I literally like like all right. So what what you stressed out about? You know this week, and I like you know bend it all out, and they you know they help me figure out like you are you need to hold on to that or no you need to confront that or you need to say something about that or it's not worth you know messing up the energy or whatever. So like they help you balance really balance it out. So I really believe in therapy. Um, and I, I mean, I used to be against it. Like, I feel like it was like, Ugh, why we need therapy? Like mm -hmm. something wrong with you. But no, now I see like, that's, I also feel like with therapy, I used to feel like that therapy, sometimes they just doing a job mm -hmm. and they don't really care about what you're going through. And I didn't see the connection between getting therapy and them really helping us. But now I'm starting to see it now, now that I've, I've stuck with it. You, you just got to find somebody you like and somebody yeah, that, that you relate funny. to. And if you relate to them, then it worked, you know? Yeah. So I have a, you know, a black person that. They went through the same kind of stuff. So they, I'm not telling them nothing new. They right. they just telling me how they deal with it and how I can possibly deal with it too. It's very important. Yeah. See this black man? He said, go to therapy. <laughs> Definitely. And All right now. Yeah, finding somebody that you vibe with is key. Yeah. So um, how would you say that you find the balance with entrepreneurship? Like, how do you balance everything? Still trying to figure that out. <laughs> uh, I really did think it feel it bit. Uh, it's based off of how much your your entrepreneurship needs, and like right now, my business needs a lot. It's grown. It's just the beginning stages, so it needs to be promoted. It needs to be uh, figuring out the, the the business plan and the layouts and all that stuff. So it needs a lot of work. So I'm I'm in there. I'm in there trying to figure it out every day, you know. Um, but I want to get to the point where I'm like, all right, I can back off a little bit. My business is good. You know, everything is flowing. But I don't think I'm there yet. Um, okay. So it's hard. I, I haven't figured that part out yet. So I'm working on that. Yeah. So. Don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you say has challenged you the most in healing and, and in business? Mm. I would say, honestly, is dealing with other personalities of mm -hmm. people, um, with the customers, with you know, people you got to talk to every day. Sometimes I don't even be in the mood to talk to anybody, you know, <laughs> but you don't have a choice. Yeah, you know, you have to like they want to see you smiling because if you ain't smiling, they like, oh, the energy bad here. Yep. I'm not coming back, <laughs> right. you know, but I might be in a really bad mood that right. day, you know, or dealing with, you know, business partners or what they going through in that, on their on they personal journeys, you know. So I think all that trying to figure out what other people thinking and what they going through and balancing out with me is probably the hardest thing that I'm yeah. I'm, I'm learning, but I'm trying to balance it out and I've, I I know you have to the word, the word around grace and yeah. empathy so like I'm real big on giving people grace giving people empathy and not like oh you got me messed up you know like yeah. they got something going on probably today right? and they don't want to talk you know <laughs> so I kind of been just learning how to you know what I ain't going to say nothing that when they ready they ready right well that's what's up um, I feel it yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so 
What would you say, like, at this moment in your life brings you, like, the most joy? Hmm. Honestly, I would say this business, seeing it grow from what uh, idea I had on a piece of paper, yeah. grow and see people, like, literally come in here and feel like this space can change their life and it really helps them be a better person. Um, that gives me, you know, satisfaction every day and it makes me smile. Of course, I like vacation and having a little time to myself. But like, literally, I'm every day. I'm like, well, what can I do different? Like, what can I do to make today fun for other people? Like, that stuff gives me gratification. So I would say that probably yeah. is right now. Watching the, the business grow. Okay, I feel that. Um, what events do you all have coming up at the Create Place? Oh man, we got so many. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got Social Thursdays every Thursday. We do networking. Uh, we talk about discussions and topics. Um, next week we have. Uh, we do. We, we actually give an opportunity for artists to come and perform and get paid to perform. That's, That's right. on Saturday. Uh, we have a hip hop, uh, 50 years of hip hop costume party coming up on the 29th. Uh, yeah, all kind of stuff. We got a, a wellness event on the 13th. We'll have yoga. We'll have massage therapy. We'll have mental health here. We're doing mood paintings. Um, we have a youth entrepreneurship workshop on August 12th, where we're going to have a bunch of youth in the space. We're going to walk through and through, like we're going to edit a video together. We're going to give them headshots. We're going to feed them. Um, yeah, those are the things we have in the next, I think probably 20, 30 days. Um, but every, every, we always got so much stuff going on. So, so what led to you wanting to do like a wellness event? Uh, so I actually attended a wellness event in May. It was because May is mental health awareness mm -hmm. month. Um, so she invited us out to be uh, part of that because she felt like being a creative and being able to tap into your creative side is a part of wellness. So we were able there. We were there to be able to talk to people and tell them that we have a space that they can be creative and creative mm -hmm. expression. Um, but watching all the dynamics of like I saw people in the corners getting massages. I saw people over here laughing, getting paintings, just seeing all those dynamics. And they actually enjoyed the entire event. I was like, why can't why can't we do that? Like we have we know all these creatives, entrepreneurs business owners, we can create an event similar to this. Um, so I actually collabed with that same person that made that event and she's co-sponsoring this event and we're working together to do the exact same thing for for the creative community, for the entrepreneur community. Um, so we'll have like massage uh, chairs set up. We're having people do mood paintings in here. We're having candles and incense selling that stuff. Uh, we're doing vocal healing, uh, yoga, all that stuff, kind of all in that one setting. That's beautiful. Yeah. We oh, love it. So Black men heal. <laughs> yes. I will definitely be on the floor doing my yoga. <laughs> That's my first time. I never did yoga before, so this is my first time actually. Oh, you about like, to be creaking and cracking. Yeah, it's, it's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you'll be underestimating yoga, man. Yeah. You're going to get a good workout. And then one of the guys, because it's going to be a guy doing one session and a, a woman doing another, and he was like, well, I, I specialize in trauma infused practices and i don't know what that means but he was saying it's different than regular yoga so i'm like man you about to have people not crying or something like what, oh, yeah. what's going on but like it's good to have different types of yoga too so people can yeah. realize like yoga ain't just this part you can yeah. do this as well you right, know right. so and then the vocal healing she's gonna have everybody lay on their backs and then just different do different tones with their voice mm -hmm. and just you know you just sing out and you're gonna do them in different tones throughout oh, the yeah. entire Have time. your tissues ready. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah. It's gonna be, be fun. Yeah, we also doing a commitment, <laughs> we do a commitment ceremony at the end, and for everybody gonna write down what they what negative energy or bad habit they wanna cut out, and they're gonna cut it mm -hmm. in the ceremony. 
I mean, after the ceremony, we're going to focus on uh, 30 day challenges. You know, what are you after you leave here? What do you want to do past this point? You know, mm-hmm. okay. I love so, it. So yeah, we got beautiful. a whole other day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you want to see happen in this space? Like, how do you want to grow? What the space of create place? Yes. Um, like what's my vision overall? Yeah. Uh, so my overall vision of the create place is to have multiple locations, and our members can go wherever they feel like creating it, and they can just even if it's all over the country. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm I don't know if y'all heard about rework, but it's a co-working facility that people can go as a business person and go wherever they want all over the country. I feel like as a creative, we should have that same luxury of going wherever we want to go but i also want the same uh vibes of community in all those locations i want that same vibe of social events and creativity and the spaces to look all cool and stuff so i really want the the concept here that we're trying to create here to just be a blueprint to multiple locations that people can go to all over the city and the country how would you say this space has led to your healing that's the last question oh like I said, I'm still growing on healing, but I will say seeing other people find their creative spark has been like, okay, you went to film school, but you have other people out. Mm-hmm. Is so that's like healing me of like you you going to film school was not a waste. It wasn't you're not a failure. You you didn't just do something and waste your money. You know, like you actually did something that you can apply to help other people out so they can fulfill their dreams. And if they make it, then that's credit to you at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So. And that's my heel. Right that setting those limitations or being in a small box. Right. Okay, you did this one thing, but it opens up doors for other things. Right, so. right. All right, that's awesome. We love that. Before we wrap up, we want to remind our listeners, if you're a small business and would like to advertise to our incredible community, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to support your business and share with our listeners. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal. And that wraps up today's episode. Thank you, Trail, for joining Thank you us. so much, Trail. We went hard on you. This wasn't that bad. I was, right, I was a little nervous you. with y'all. But okay. appreciate you coming in and um, yeah, sharing with us. I'm going to get uh, Ferg next, the producer. <laughs> we might. <laughs> All right. So tell the people where they can find you and your business. Uh, you can follow us on the Create Place STL on Instagram. We have our website, createspaces.com. Facebook is the Create Place. And uh, yeah, you can come check us out 3546 South Grand and see what we're doing here with all our events. Awesome. Beautiful. All right. All right. And before we wrap up, we want to remind y'all to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls Who Heal Podcast. Also, follow our personal pages at Healing with Nisha and underscore Elevated Me. Period. All right. We appreciate you joining us here on with, your, with our healing journey. Right. You know? Okay. We- until next time. Keep growing and glowing. Peace. Tell me why. Bye. <laughs>